Good evening and welcome to the High Horror Society, the new and improved live streaming High Horror Society with fancy graphics and all sorts of fun stuff. We are now moving into the 21st century. <laughs> slowly. Slowly crawling slowly our way. Crawl. Th- there. So uh, good evening, everybody. I am, We are your hosts, Zach and Kyle. Hello, everybody. And this evening we watched 2017's Terrified or... Arturados, Arturados on Shutter, and it, it was, was a Shutter exclusive, so that's the only place you can see it unless you, you know, download illegally, which you should not do. No, 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 no. Don't, do that. don't do that. So jumping right in, uh, Shutter was directed by Damien Rugna, I believe that's how you pronounce his name, and if I mess that up, I apologize. Sorry. He was also the writer um, of the screenplay. Uh, the movie stars Ariel uh, Chav. I'm sorry, I'm going to butcher this. Ariel Chavaria, uh, Maximiliano Goino, Go Goon, Goon. I don't know. G H I O N E and <laughs> Norberto Gonzalo. Um, all of those people have been in a lot of movies. Um, let's see. Our Ariel uh, Chavera was in The Summit, uh, Black Snow, and obviously Terrified. Uh, Maximiliano Gui, I'm not going to try his last name. Uh, Maximiliano, he was in um, Ashes of Paradise and uh, Monte Crisco. And Norbert Gonzalo was in El Azor, Fever Julia, and Mi Nombre es Card. I don't even know. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm terrible at this. No, I should have practiced most of this before. Dude, but those I, names are hard, man. They are. They're tough. I was tough. looking at them. I was like, ooh. And it, yeah. yeah, Spanish with then it's a it's a Spanish movie. Well, our, it's actually from our Argenti- uh, Argentina. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, maybe the dialect's a little different. I don't know. I really don't. Yeah. yeah I don't. I'm not. <laughs> I I apologize. I am the most Sorry. ignorant person on earth. So uh, <laughs> getting into the synopsis now and not my ignorance. Um, I have a couple different breakdowns here, and uh, so I'm going to read all three. Um, and each one is better than the one Ooh. before. Yeah, it gets more complicated, and I practiced before <laughs> um, we started doing this, so here we go. Let's see how I do. Uh, number one, when strange events occur in a neighborhood in Buenos Aires, a doctor specializing in the paranormal, her colleague, and an ex-police officer to decide to investigate further. Not bad. That's, that's good. <clears throat> number two, Elbrick. Juno and Rosenstock are researchers of paranormal phenomena. Commissioner Meza tries to give an explanation to the inexplicable events that are occurring in a neighborhood of Gran Buenos Aires. Together, they will try to reveal the mystery within within the affected houses before the evil destroys the existence of human society as we know it. Damn, that's long. Yeah, that was a long one. <laughs> Here's the next one, which is the longest one. Oh, this geez. is going to be tough. Here we go. <laughs> strange paranormal events begin to happen deaths as bloody as they are inexplicable people who disappear and dead who seem to return alone from the grave delineate a nightmare of fierce forcefulness in the hands of commissioner funes three three researchers of extraordinary phenomena will try to unravel what is sensed as the intrusion of a dark and sinister world in an ordinary neighborhood of greater buenos aires (laughs) what do you think i like like that one the best uh, I like the first one. Really, the simple short, one? short, short, easy. sweet. 
Sure. When strange events occur, when strange events occur in a neighborhood in Buenos Aires, a doctor specializing in the paranormal, her colleague, and ex, and an ex police officer decide to investigate further. Yeah, yeah. that sums it up. <laughs> I guess in this instance, shorter is definitely better. But shorter hey, is better. I like the long one. It uh, probably because I did a decent job reading it back, <laughs> and I didn't completely butcher it. I like it because I read it right. All that right. Good. So fun facts. Fun facts. We got banners. We got banners. Let's see. Fun oh, facts. I love it. That is fantastic. That is working fun. Working on that all day. Yeah. <laughs> you did a great job there. Uh, so a uh, couple fun facts here. Uh, the director wrote the story in two weeks. Uh, it was based on a short film that he made a long time ago. And uh, it took him nine years to complete uh, the financing for the wow. film. So two weeks to write it, but nine years nine to fund it. Nine years. Yeah. So uh, that's kind of a long time, that's and I wonder I wonder how time. much the movie kind of changed since then. He said it was based on a short film he made a long time ago, and I I tried to find what it was based on, but I couldn't find anything. I'm sure a little bit more uh, internet sleuthing will help me out, but um, I, I I would love to see what the short film was. Yeah. Um, you know, but uh, hey, nine years to finance it, and I understand, man. It nine was years, yeah. it it showed. I mean, he definitely, True. the money he spent was well spent for sure. I agree. Yeah. Um, the director, uh, he went on to say uh, in this interview, uh, he was able to film uh, what was in the script. I'm sorry. He was able to film what the script requested and did not change anything except for the ending, which apparently he changed 15 days before shooting. <laughs> so, yeah. I wonder what the ending was that's, yes, that that's he a, had because exactly. that ending was pretty good. That ending was pretty good. I, I'm I'm curious to see what the original ending was. And I, again, I I tried to dive in and find more information about it. Mm -hmm. I wasn't able to see find anything on what that ending was about. Um, I really would like to check it out and maybe yeah. if there's a script lying around somewhere because it was. But like Kyle said, this was the ending was pretty good. And endings are they're tough. They are. Movies. They so are. Tough. So I would so you know what compelled him to change it 15 days before shooting it. Right. Who knows? But hey, I would like to at least know what it was about. Um, so and it another thing is it's nice to hear that he got to make the film the way he wanted, probably yeah. because he financed, he financed it himself. The whole thing. And that's usually how it works. If yep. you pony up the cash, <clears throat> you could do whatever the hell control you want. Control the whole project. Yep, you could control it's the perfect. whole project from the ground up. So that's pretty awesome. And the, again, in we've talked about this before when creators are left left to, to their passion and they're able to um, you know really focus on it and do things the way that they need to and, mm -hmm. and really see their vision through it shows in the work oh and yeah can, for sure you know and this was another one of those for for sure it was one of those movies where you could just you could sense the passion in it and there was a lot of love that went into this film and we'll obviously get into it more as we read on as you can tell we liked it uh, I liked it at least oh yeah um, definitely <laughs> I liked it too I but, liked uh, it too you know and and we always talk about how producers or the money always tends to get involved with these things and oh, they tend yeah. to make decisions for the directors and writers and of the course, creative yeah. team. Um, because again, and some of those decisions are for the better and some of them are for the worse. Mm -hmm. um, you know, most of the time it ends up being for the worse and usually <laughs> just to turn a quick dollar, but pretty hey, much, yeah. You know, yeah. so it's nice to know that he was able to make the film that he wanted to make. Mm -hmm. And again, he was able to do that because he made his own money. <laughs> good job good job self-funded good job yeah self-funded we're all about self-funded as you can tell mm -hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. um <laughs> so uh yeah uh the director uh has this to say about horror films he said uh, i'm a fan of the genre since i was little it's what i like to do and uh, where i want to explore and i think i can contribute something 
Nice. Yeah. And I, 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 I can simply, I, I, you know, I can relate to that because I've always loved horror movies as long as I can remember. I've always loved being scared, mm-hmm. even as a little kid. Oh, yeah. You know, totally. I, I tried to watch as, and sneak as many horror movies as <laughs> I could. You know, I'd wake up in the middle of the night and watch, you know, whatever was on HBO or Cinemax or what have you, they or TBS or whatever was on, you know, late night movies. And, like, I'd sit up terrified, like, afraid to fall asleep, but oh, afraid yeah. to look away. And <laughs> it was great. It's I captivated. Yeah. It some of my, you know, I have several nightmares about like, well, when I was a kid, at least not anymore, but uh, reoccurring nightmares with Freddy Krueger and <laughs> Chucky. I had this dream where oh God. I had this dream where I would close my eyes. And when I closed my eyes, I would see through the eyes of Chucky and I would see him <laughs> cl- like on my street running. Oh, man. And then I would see him like looking open, in and I'd, like wake up and I'd be like, oh, my God, what's that? And then I'd close my eyes and I'd see him opening my the door to my house. This was like at oh, like eight man. or nine years old. So I was fucking scarred. Yeah. That's um, awesome. Yeah, we'd make a good little horror short. Hey, Ooh, if uh, anybody, yeah, that would be the eyes of Chucky. Oh, that's a great title. Damn Perfect. you, Kyle. <clears throat> okay, I copyrighted. <laughs> copyrighted. I patented it. It's, it's mine. Um, or more importantly, uh, I would always have this reoccurring nightmare with Reagan from The Exorcist. Would I would always oh. wake up in my the nightmare would go away. I'd wake up in my room and I'd hear this pissing breathing. Noise. No, I wouldn't hear the pissing <laughs> noise, but I hear that <laughs> breathing and like oh, I would man. be so afraid and I would like look at the edge of my bed and I would see her like pounce on my bed. Like I was. It's you just know. your brother. It was just it was my just brother. Ryan. Yeah, just <laughs> <laughs> snoring away. But no, it was it was terrifying and Dude, yeah. I still like even looking back at these movies today. There's still that little tinge of fear that occurs and i think that's why we like it so much like that's oh, yeah. we love to do it so i again i can relate to this guy saying he loved horror since he was a little kid i'm the same way um you know and it uh, it's kind of what per you know it was actually a really big driving force in a lot of like things that i love and do in my life obviously right? yeah. this podcast and so forth um so Talking about horror movies that scared us, uh, the director had a couple of uh, things that he said inspired this movie. Oh, cool. Uh, Poltergeist. Ooh, oh, nice. yeah. The classic. The original, not <laughs> of not the remake. Oh, the remake. We should do we should do like a joke episode on the remake. It's, have you seen it? Um, a long time ago. I have seen it. Oh, a God. A long time ago. Though. Yeah, it was. Whew. Anyway. <laughs> Um, so Poltergeist was one of the movies of, uh, that inspired him. Also, The Entity. I, I keep seeing this movie oh. pop up in my research. Okay. I've, I've never seen it. It's from 1982. Uh, it's, I, I, I've always wanted to watch it. I've always heard of it. was one of those good classic movies. Um, maybe it's one we should seek out, see if we could find it Let's on try. one of the streaming sites and pop it in for a High Horror Society review. Let's do it. Yeah. And this is the perfect platform and opportunity to do that. Oh, hell yeah. Hey. Other films, uh, the director said inspired him, The Ring and Juan, uh, which the, are the Japanese versions. Juan is obviously the grudge in oh, okay. America. So, um, And again, uh, I loved Poltergeist growing up. Uh, I haven't seen The Entity, but we will check it out, I promise. Um, and then uh, the, the funny thing about Poltergeist, though, like, again, here's this movie that, like, scarred me not me but my sister mostly and <laughs> mainly because my brother and i would 
like persists. Like we would constantly like Ryan would get on the phone in the basement oh, and like I'd be like Katie, I'd be like someone's on the phone for you. She's like, who is it? I'd be like, I don't know. Like, Here, oh, and I'd give man. her the phone, and Ryan would be in the basement. He'd be like, it's me, Carol Ann, help me, and she'd freak out. It was so funny. No wonder she uh, doesn't trust you guys. Yeah, at but all. I guarantee that's. <laughs> guard her for oh, life that yeah. movie and me and ryan torturing her um yes She's probably looking back now those, mother- those motherfuckers <laughs> i can't believe it um but again they it that that's something she's always going to remember that's something oh, yeah. i'm always going to remember mm-hmm. these movies whether they seem to have a negative impact at the time you learn to love them later on. Oh, I yeah. think there's Mine a certain was pets, uh, pet cemetery. Pet cemetery. Yeah. Yeah. Cause me and my brother were watching it and then he went somewhere and then I ended up watching it by myself and I ran upstairs. Dad, I don't want to watch this by myself. And he's like, I'm reading the newspaper. So then <laughs> I had to go back down and finish it. And I was terrified. Awesome. But now I love that movie. Yeah. And <laughs> like, I, I bet you crap out of me. I bet you're fucking looking forward to the oh, remake too. Definitely. Right. It, it looks yes pretty creepy definitely and yeah we will we should definitely do an episode on that when that comes out too um so we're getting off topic again but uh, yeah (laughs) again the pet cemetery scarred you exorcist scarred me Mm -hmm. poltergeist scarred my sister i'm sure many of you who are listening can relate the scarring yeah as you watched yeah let us let us know what scared the shit out of you when you were (laughs) a kid you know what was what terrified you so much hit us up on the social media stuff and let us know because we're lonely again as always (laughs) Uh, so anyway again getting off topic um so the director uh has a couple films in the works one of them is called snatch my eyes oh okay cool yeah and uh, terrified too, believe it or not. Oh, oh no! I hope it's as good as the first one. Because I hope so those too. Remakes, those remakes don't usually turn out too. Yeah, good. the sequels kind of, <laughs> especially if it's rushed. Or sequels, you know, yeah, like sorry. I mean, this guy, he's he yeah, he took two weeks to write it, but he took nine years to finance it. So that was kind of a project in and of itself you know yeah, like just and to say that funding. it didn't go through any refinements either mentally or on paper would probably be lying you know mm-hmm. especially if it takes nine years it's almost <laughs> yeah. a fucking decade After right a year, he's probably like, i'm gonna go read and read that script again yeah like, just make some tweaks this. right like, yeah maybe like maybe the story <laughs> developed over nine years when the True. script itself took two weeks from that story outline That's possible. but again you know uh there's always something like and this kind of relates to music a lot too you always hear this with like bands sophomore albums usually weaker than their debut album definitely they have less time to write it yeah exactly Mm -hmm. and like and there's always a saying i always heard is like you spend your lifetime writing your debut album and you spend a year writing your sophomore album like pretty much and that's exactly what it is you have your entire life to refine these songs and this sound and this idea and this story in in an album and then bam you're big or you're famous or you catch a small break and you you got to get back in the studio and put something out right away Pretty because much, it's yeah. so important to be relevant in, oh, in, yeah. in front of people Keep it going. and that's you know if you don't do that you're dead and uh, you know i just hope they don't make this mistake with the the these the movie because again it, yeah. it was i like this one i would really like to see the sequel succeed but maybe who knows maybe he had another idea for the sequel the whole time yeah so i mean this is just nine kind of years a, for the first one maybe he had the second one already already planned out up. or maybe this is just part one of that series we don't know true 
I didn't read up much on it, so <laughs> I didn't find any of that. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it seems still kind of fresh and new. There's yeah. not too much info. So there was this list that I found of references, and this is kind of, uh, I don't know. There's a part of me that wants to complain about this list because they're not necessarily references. Is just probably things that were just in the film because they were readily available. Right. Um, so I'm going to read them to you. Uh, and you let me know if you think it's an actual reference to something or if it's just some bullshit that was in the movie because somebody was wearing <laughs> it or whatever. Some bullshit. Yeah. So uh, there's a reference apparently to City of the Living Dead from 1980. Uh, there's a scene there where the uh, blood runs out of uh, someone's eyes. So that sequence where the blood's running out of the eyes in this one. Maybe. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Highlander. Someone compares their dog to the Highlander. <laughs> Okay, I saw, I heard that part. Uh, it was about the dog who got, I think, like, got hit by the car or whatever and survived. But again, like, that's, how is that a reference? I don't know. They just, I don't know. Again, it's not really a reference as much as a mention of a movie. True. Um, I guess that's what a reference is, but <laughs> I, by the definition of it, this one's a little more, this one's a little more nitpicky for me. I'm, I'm being nitpicky about it. So apparently when they're looking in the kid's bedroom, you could see uh, a doll of Finn from Adventure Time. Do you, have, mm. do you know what Adventure Time is? Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So. What? Well, what? How many times did they look in the Just kids? once. Was just it one at time. the end? Yeah, it was okay. at the end. So it was just, again, it was just a I shot of Finn. Back. Yeah. Again, I, I don't think it's a reference <laughs> to anything. I just think it was just like, just, hey, hey I saw this. we need toys for this kid's room here. Fucking throw this on there. Right. It's Finn from Adventure Time. Another one that was exactly like that is uh, apparently Baymax from Big Hero 6 is seen in the kid's bedroom again. Baymax is that big white marshmallow looking guy. You've seen Big Hero 6, right? <laughs> I don't think Dude, so. Dude, really? What is it? It's a Disney movie. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. It's based Hero off a of manga. Six. No. Oh, one. it's good. You should check it out. All Big right. Hero 6. It's a it's a good little flick. It's sad. It made me cry. Oh, God. Disney movies always make me cry. <laughs> so bad. Pixar 2. Hell with you guys, man. <laughs> Bringing up emotions and stuff. <laughs> Can't stand it. Can't stand it. And then there was uh, Justice League. Apparently, you could okay. see a, a Justice League backpack. Hmm. Again, it was probably just... Justice League was a big movie in 2017. It was probably just the fact that it was a popular backpack, and that's what they had laying around. Yeah, I don't think I it was mean, a reference you to anything. you got to fill in with props and stuff. I don't so, think it's like... The only two ones on that list that I would consider a reference are the blood scene, the blood's running out of the eyes, yeah. and then the someone comparing their dog to Highlander and, and in terms of the dog is an immortal, just like the one of them, the Highlanders. <laughs> I don't even what dog got hit by it was a, it was one of the stories the guy was telling oh, in the very beginning like, I remember yeah it was just kind of like you know would they just like drop you in and they just were talking just about a little, it mm-hmm. a little story yeah a little story just to kind of introduce you to the characters <laughs> but uh the movie uh terrified was released on May 3rd in 2018 in Argentina um, and it was released in the U.S. on September 21st, 2018 at the Austin Fantastic Fest. Fantastic. Fantastic. Nice. Uh, the film had a limited premiere. Uh, apparently, there was only 80 theaters across the country of Argentina that actually showed it. Oh. Um, 
uh, it, this was kind of weird because it got messed up in the translation from Google Translate, but okay. I'm going to try <laughs> to make sense of this. Achieving uh, generally good... Um, so anyway, the film uh, had a limited premiere achieving generally good numbers in its first week in Argent Argentine cinemas. The film managed to attract 10,000 spectators, thus achieving the top 10 uh, of the most viewed. Hmm. Not sure what that exactly means. I'm assuming it means it's in the top 10 movies of the week, just like we have the top five box office things. Yeah. Um, but, and they must do it by spectators, not dollars. Like we do things by dollars. They do hmm. go by thousands of spectators apparently. So opening weekend, uh, 10,000 people went to see it. That's not bad. Not bad. I Sweet. think. Yeah. Um, uh, the film, uh, uh, the film passed the barrier of 20,000 spectators and thus oh. became the fourth most successful Argentine Argentine horror film of all time. That's cool. Uh, the film No De Miras, which uh, translates to You Shall Not Sleep, uh, premiered that same year, and that one is actually the most successful uh, oh. Argentine horror film to date. Oh, wow. Yeah, so maybe we'll check that one out too. Yeah. You Shall Not Sleep. It's got a cool title. Um, and then uh, the whole film's run, uh, it accumulated 23,000 spectators. So I have no idea what that equates <laughs> to in dollars for U.S., but 23,000 people is a lot. That filled, that's that'll a fill a stadium. Oh, yeah. So that's yeah. not bad. That's good. So Bravo. Bravo, indeed. Bravo. Yes, most definitely. So that is that runs up the fun facts you want to get into the awards next the awards is that what we have next soundtrack soundtrack oh yes the soundtrack Put i'm skipping ahead all do right a little soundtrack go right ahead my friend i did a little research a little research um, and i guess uh music producer for this film is uh pablo isola i oh. believe i said that right he um sound again. he did some shark tank episodes Bob's Burger episodes. He did a Jean Claude Van Damme movie called Kill 'Em All. Oh, this okay. guy is—he's done—he's done a good amount. Um, he's doing more TV, I guess, now more than film prior. Gotcha. So, um, yeah, that's the information they had for him. And nice. It seems like he's doing pretty good for himself. So. Not too bad. Bravo, Pablo. Yeah. Keep it up. And Keep it up. the music in the score in this was really, it really was awesome. It was pretty good, it, yeah. It played a vital part in oh, the yeah. movie, and we'll get into it more when we talk about our scenes. thoughts. He definitely yeah. had the right stuff in there. To, huh. And yeah, usually <laughs> I fucking hate jump scares, but like this was done really oh, well. Uh, again, I always say this, we'll get into it, but uh, uh, yeah, so cool. That's good information on uh bob's burgers hey not yeah, bad i love that show some, some good stuff in so. a van damme movie kill them all huh yeah. <sighs> i guess that came out last year <laughs> no kidding <laughs> that's what it said i was like i didn't know he's still doing movies we need to do so. like an action movie sequence <laughs> like series like That'd be cool. just like take a break from horror movies and just do like a random let's just do a van damme podcast van damme <laughs> break off for a Call while van damme yeah van damme <laughs> <laughs> i love it and damn yeah. All right, cool. So let's uh, talk about some awards then. Let's awards. see that graphic pop. We let's pop in the graphic for awards. All right, cool. <laughs> the people listening to the podcast are going to be like, what the hell are they doing? <laughs> That's Jesus. why they got to go to the live stream on uh, Facebook. Yeah. Try to do it at around 930 on Mondays. So 930 Monday nights. Swing on by Facebook. Check us out. And the podcast, obviously. Well, of course that too. But. We, love, we love our Podbean listeners. Of course. We love so, you guys. Awards. Awards. Let's jump on in. Get it. Um, so this is, uh, it ran, it went through a couple film festivals, and I'm going to try my 
damnedest to pronounce all these names and these awards, and we'll see how I do. Sweet. So, Festival of Mar de Plata. Um, the date of the event was November 17th uh, through the 26th of 2017, uh, and it won the uh, SAGAI Award uh, for Best Actress. Nice. Yeah, not bad. Uh, and then uh, Montevideo Fantastic Festival. That is an awesome name. <laughs> Montevideo Fantastic <laughs> Festival. <laughs> Uh, from December 6th to the 13th, 2017, it won uh, for uh, Best Actor, Best Film, and uh, Best Actress, second place for Best Actress. And then uh, Buenos Aires Red Blood. Ooh, that sounds like a Ooh. drink that you'd order in a bar. <laughs> Red like, Blood. Yeah. Can I get a Buenos Aires Red Blood, please? Like Shaken, not stirred. Oh. <laughs> um, that was uh, the Buenos Aires Red Blood uh, Festival was November 30th to December 10th. Damn, that's a long festival. Oh, yeah. And uh, it won Best Film, Best Actor, and uh, Special Mention Soundtrack. Nice. Not bad. Good so job, again. Pablo. Good job, Pablo. <laughs> Kicking ass, dude. We love you. Yes. High Horror Society support all the way, man. <laughs> so, uh, that was the awards. Now let's get into the Oopsie Daisies. Oh, here we go. We got to switch. Uh, got to switch the banners up. Um, so, burp, burp, no. we were watching the movie there and doing our damnedest trying to find Oopsie Daisies. And Dude. I was not able to find a single one. And I don't know if that was because I was so thoroughly entertained True. through everything. Mm -hmm. And it was so tense. I wasn't paying attention. I'm sure if we go back and with multiple viewings, we could find stuff. But mm -hmm. for the most part, I couldn't find shit that they be, fucked up, man. <laughs> yeah. you know? I thought I saw a few, but now thinking about it, some of those shadows I saw were probably a part of the movie. Yeah. And it, because uh, I'm just thinking about it now. I'm like, yeah, that shadow, that's a boy right there. Mm -hmm. But then the boy, I think, was supposed to be there, but they never showed the full scene. So, like, they cut out right when you see the shadow. Yeah. So, I, I, yeah, I, I still can't think of anything. Yeah, so. everything was very, <laughs> the, the movie, it took a very subtle approach to, like, hauntings and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like you said, oh, like, yeah. things you could almost miss. And I did miss a couple of things and where I, you know, I was like, oh, shit, I can't believe I missed that. But, uh, um, you know, it, it's definitely one of those movies that's going to require multiple viewings. There's a lot going sure. on. Um, it's not like one of those ones where you like Memento or one of Donnie Darko where you have to watch it 17 <laughs> times in order yeah. to understand. No, it's, you, you'll get it the first you'll fucking time it. you watch it, yeah. but it's, it, it's a good movie. It's good enough to watch over and over again. And I, I have a feeling it's going to be one of those ones where we can, you'll watch it and you'll see new things pop up every time that you didn't notice before. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I couldn't find any fuck ups or oopsie daisies and, um, I looked online and I couldn't find a list of any either. So I don't know. Hey, I applaud you, uh, yeah. Damien Rugna. You did a great job, man. Yeah. I couldn't find any screw ups couldn't and no one it. else did either. No. I'm sure the internet will eventually find them and list them out for us. But hey, for right now, let's revel in the fact that you're okay and you did a good job. Bravo again. Bravissimo. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that covers our oopsie daisies. Now let's talk about the critical reviews. Critical reviews. I feel like we need little intro musics I now know. for all of these too. So I want that ready for next week, Kyle. Thank you. <laughs> Can I just like beatbox? And yes. I yeah. Critical review. <laughs> perfect. That'd be amazing. Uh, perfect. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
Uh, we need a life. So, yes. uh, critical reviews. Uh, this movie has an eighty nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yes, it so does. that that's huge. That is huge. That's awesome. Um, so, uh, and it has a six point seven out of ten on IMDb. Um, I was not able to find a Metacritic score. I didn't. Uh, there. It again. It's it being uh, a foreign film and being like an exclusive on just Shutter and only kind of running a few festivals here. There mm-hmm. wasn't a lot in ways of reviews. Uh, some of the reviews that I have are. Uh, I had to translate the articles um, oh, about them, so yeah. I am going to do my best in reading <laughs> these to you. Um, the it's last, you. the last one especially. Uh, I don't know. Well, the middle one's kind of fun, funky too. So I don't know. We'll we'll check it out. So anyway, uh, the film's con- was uh is considered by many critics as one of the best horror films in recent years. That I can agree I with. I would agree. Um, the Todos Lo- Las Caritas website gave it a seventy four out of a hundred, according to thirty two reviews. Um, so the Todos Las Critas is that, is that Rotten Tomatoes in Argentina? Uh, I don't know. It might be. Maybe it, that's what they just call it, and that's just what how Google Translate translated the article. Maybe I don't know. If we weren't streaming, we'd be able to use our Wi-Fi and look it up. But yeah. hey, we'll find out <laughs> if uh, if the Todos Los Critas is the uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Somebody then, leave a comment so yeah, we know. Right that's away. probably what it is. I see but, Laura, yeah. she's on here. Val, yeah. let us <laughs> she know. can look it up. Um, uh, the critic in the newspaper. Uh, the critic, uh, Carlin Pablo uh, O'Scholes, uh, assures the film is a plate, strong and well-seasoned for the lovers of the sort. Okay. Yeah, that is... <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm not sure if something got lost in translation with that <laughs> one, like a love but movie. a plate, strong and well-seasoned for the lovers of the sort. Well-seasoned. So, I'm assuming that means if you like horror movies, then this is definitely your cup of tea. Yeah, and it that was. makes sense. Mm-hmm. If he's when you say it like that, strong and well seasoned. I'm hungry now. <laughs> Me too. I want a steak now. <laughs> Jesus, a strong Thanks and well seasoned. Thanks a lot, Carlin Pablo Oshols, <laughs> making me hungry. Uh, and then uh, this other review, um, kind of more. Uh, let's see, uh, Horatio Bernardes of, from the newspaper Pagia gave the film a 7 out of 10, saying the director uses the gore in a strict dramatic function without making it a festival in and of itself, which I agree with. Yeah, the gore, it's good balance. it was there, but it wasn't front and center. Yeah. It, I would say it was more brutal than gory, especially yeah. that first scene with the girl yeah. in the shower. Oh, yeah. that, that was, was pretty brutal. It was more. It wasn't the blood that was getting me. It was the force of which right? that which she was being like pummeled against the wall. Yeah. That was that and the thudding noise, the wet the thud. thud of it against the tile. That's what made it so uncomfortable for me. Um, uh, but anyway, this gentleman went on to highlight the the cast of actors as competent within the performance. Uh, the performances by Elvira, Norberto, and Augusta. Uh, the most uh, were the most acclaimed, and yeah, I again, I think everyone did a great job in this, and mm-hmm. you know, I I definitely agree that uh, they do reserve some acclaim for their performance in this movie. Definitely. Yep. So those are all the reviews that I all the was able to muster up. All right. I'm sure there are more out there um, somewhere, but those are the good ones. I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't really able to find many negative ones. I didn't jump into the deep dive in Rotten Tomatoes and see. Usually I do because I like to keep a nice balance. But uh, mm-hmm. this was what the the Wikipedia article had readily available. So that just means it's damn good. Yeah, I know. know? <laughs> Can't really find too many negative things on this movie. Yeah. So, so got to be excited to watch it. 
shall we get into the high horror society thoughts yeah let's do it <laughs> all right now let's see do we have a banner for high horror society thoughts too no we don't darn it damn should have created one it's all right. all right next week come by next week we're critics Right, we're critics. That's, That's essentially we're what here, we're doing. Right? We don't get paid we're at like all. Jay Sherman, the critic. Jay Sherman, buy my book. <laughs> yeah, I'm Jay Sherman. Watch <laughs> me play the trumpet on my oh. belly. <laughs> I love that intro <laughs> when him and his son are in the zoo, and like him and his son are like pandas. Yes, and they both look at each other, <laughs> and they like give each other a nod, like, "Yo, brother, what's oh up?" My God. It is a great show. I the critic is show. very underrated. <laughs> I love that show. Uh, Oh Jesus! It's the Simpsons. Some of the Simpsons writers helped that too. I don't doubt it. Yeah. They did a crossover episode. I remember that yeah, was they a did good a few one with Homer mm-hmm. and Jay Sherman. <laughs> yeah, Jesus, that was great. He was a critic on the Simpsons too. Yeah, so we're critics like we're Jay critics. Sherman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, either way, who wants who wants to go first? You can go first. I can go first this time. All yeah. right. Yep. So, I. I heard a little bit about this movie before we watched it. Um, like I said, last week I recently signed up for Shudder. And I, mm-hmm. I, this movie and Mandy, which is coming out next week, were yes. part of the reason which prompted <laughs> me to sign up for it. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because um, I wanted to watch those so bad. Um, I So I read a little bit about it. I, I knew we were going to do it for the podcast, so I purposely stayed away from – uh, I watched a trailer for it. But I tried to stay away from reviews and stuff outside of the little research that I did for – for this movie and I you know because I wanted to go in completely blind because I had heard a lot of good things about it and when I hear things like that about movies I want to go in as 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 blind as I possibly can that way nothing's influencing my opinion either way for sure and I this is definitely one of those movies you should do that with so first Mm -hmm. and foremost I'm probably going to get into some spoilers here if we haven't already, I, I try to keep the list uh, kind of clean, but uh, this is going to be kind of a spoiler-ridden uh, review on my part. But uh, uh, So if you haven't watched it, please go watch it and turn us off right now. And then <laughs> <laughs> or skip ahead like three minutes and listen <laughs> to the end. But uh, I'm going to have to say I'm going to give this movie a solid 9 out of 10. And oh. the reason why is just... It's it frightened me. There were parts of it <laughs> that, it? like I know, I you know, yeah. he, it made me uncomfortable. Huh. I, I those jumps. Yeah, scenes were, there were there yeah. was something about the characters being so calm and collected. The the True. paranormal researchers yeah. when they were investigating and the things were happening that was so unsettling because mm-hmm. it's like here I am kind of like freaking out. Like did that clock just move? Like why is that thing flying around? Right. And then they're just sitting there like hmm. You know, playing with their little tools and stuff. <laughs> Shit's flying around and climbing the walls. And they're oh, just, you know, God. and the cop is there like, what the hell's yeah, going on? Like out. freaking out he's himself us. like I would. Yeah. And that's that's exactly <laughs> what I was getting at. Like, we are the cop in that situation. And it was it was unsettling to see them not give a shit. And 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 some of them excited that these things were escalating. Right. Like. Yeah. Because we know, as the viewer, what happens when this escalates. Because mm-hmm. we've seen it happen to the girl and the, the story about the gentleman before. And so we understand what this entails. And we know what's in store for the cop in these three. But So it's it's terrifying in that you know where it's going. And they're excited for it. So that was unsettling to me. And that's I, what really got me the most. And again, the, the scene in the beginning with the girl oh, in God. the shower just repeatedly <laughs> yeah. being... That's smashed the creepiest that part. was so creepy like i you know what the, a beginning 
Yeah, that was a great <laughs> like, beginning, right? Crap. The guy originally, you know, getting up and thinking it's his neighbor right. making those noises. And, and it, then you think, too, like, oh, yeah, his neighbor must oh, yeah. be remodeling. Because mm-hmm. like, that's what that it sounds be? like. It, you know, it's not until he's walking <clears throat> by the hallway that he's like, what the hell is that? And man, what a great little scene and him trying to pull her down and pin yeah. her against the wall and the thing just taking her head and just <laughs> repeatedly yeah. it was just like it you felt so helpless because yeah. you felt what that guy felt like there was just nothing he can do except just let go and watch this happen because right. there no amount of strength was going to stop this from tearing her apart literally it had to keep going at least like 50 times mm-hmm. from when you Ugh. first hear it to when he's like outside yelling at his neighbor right yeah and he goes back inside like and, just back and forth man it was really brutal i if you're easily disturbed that scene fucked me up that was awesome (laughs) i loved it some ptsd from that one and then uh the whole sequence with the the little boy the and you know whoa that was so (laughs) freaky and you know how the 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 detective yeah, you know, the forensics guy came in. He's just like, no, yeah. He's like you know, right in his, face. in his face. What do you like, want, kid? What are you doing here? Putting the spoon under his and, nose. See if you he's know, breathing. it was it was disturbing and it was very subtle. Again, there there that was another thing I want to talk about is that the, the I love subtle haunted house movies. And this movie has a little bit of subtlety to it when I, in certain scenes that like we were talking about, like you you might even miss it. You know, if you're not really paying attention for sure. And then it gets to like this crescendo of just like craziness where things are just going off and constantly just, you know, like a steamroller just just going from house to house to house. Because this takes place in three houses. These each of these paranormal investigators, we should probably tell them the story of the fucking movie. So basically, (laughs) yeah, we gave the synopsis. But basically what happens is a gentleman's wife. Uh, is murdered uh, by this ghost. He obviously gets blamed for it. He goes to the psych ward. Three paranormal investigators come who have kind of pieced together things from stories of in this neighborhood, and they, they want to investigate the house. So the three of them go into this neighborhood. There's three houses and three of them. They each go into a house, and there's a detective there that's helping them. Uh, he's uh, he's, he's two about weeks, to retire two, two months or two weeks from retirement something um, like that yeah he has a heart condition he's got a hearing problem and stuff like that and you know he just wants to get away with a clean record and here is this haunted house trio of haunted houses <laughs> that is really fucking up his career just, um, so he's trying to cover things keep things on the DL and solve this but things are just too weird obviously there's a murder little boy's bodies are showing up oh, out of the God. ground clawing, you know, clawing their way out with <laughs> bloody fingers and it you know there's just so much craziness that mm-hmm. that occurred um so that's the basic rundown of the movie uh it did and by the time you get to the third act things are just like going crazy going the nuts. entire time mm-hmm. it's just one thing after another and it, it takes this little break too you know he with the detective leaves and like gives us a oh, breather yeah, yeah. You know, because it's like I think it kind of felt like we needed that because I felt like pressure and that yeah. and that's, you know, uh, everything together, the, the acting and the music, the, the you know, uh, the music was great. Again, we talked a little bit about it, but just the, the buildup that the music had. And again, this oh, yeah. is another one of those movies. And we've talked about this before where the music is almost more important than like the, what's going on on the screen, like mm-hmm. that driving fear, like you just you you it, 
gets guttural. It gets you deep down, and Definitely. that's what this movie does too. Those, it's just those low you know, tone, low bass tones rumbles. that you feel yeah. it in your feet, the and, head, you know. <laughs> yeah. especially with the subwoofer I have. It was, oh yeah, it was, it was great. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah. But all these little pieces all come together, and they play so well. So they, you know, I kind of jumped around in my review a little bit there, but. I would I would definitely say this is a solid nine out of ten. If you're yeah. if you love haunted house movies, this is probably one of the better ones I've seen in a long time. Oh, yeah. It's not afraid to go further than what we've already seen with the paranormal activity movies and True. stuff like that. Um, you know, it, it it's kind of silly. It you know it kind of does the little like I said like these crazy things are going on and the actors are just like, oh yeah, whatever. Uh, yeah. And it's, so it's funny in that regard, but it's more of a funny, like, Oh man, I would get the fuck out of there. <laughs> Why are you still, Why there? are you still there? Like you see this thing under the bed, yeah, you're super yeah. excited about it. It's hey, like clawing you. Over like, here. Check this out. It just stabbed you in the fucking hand with the knife in the kitchen. Like, oh, and you're like, oh, look at how awesome this is. It's just, again, Damn you, Rosenstock. Excited bastard. <laughs> Damn, yeah. But yeah, I would say solid 9 out of 10. If, if you love haunted house movies, <clears throat> this isn't one of those like demons from, you know, it no, po- no. possessed like the conjuring or, you know, weird, you know, uh, like uh, what am I trying to get at here? Um, uh, you know, old school haunted house type of horror movies. This yeah. isn't it. This was a little bit different. The explanation, they never really explain to you what's going on. They just kind of hint and allude to it. There's a lot of mind fuck. Yeah, there is. That's Mm -hmm. why it got me. And they even talk about that in the movie, how like, don't believe everything that you're seeing here. Um, So again, nine out of 10 for me. I I really enjoyed this one. I I was uh, pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I say bravo. bravo. I give it a ten out of ten. Whoa! Because big shocker there. Because <laughs> the category it's in, it's, yeah, it's in one of those mind fuck, like you said, haunted house kind of movies, right? And it it seemed to have everything for me. It actually did scare me <laughs> some parts. Yeah, those I know. Jump scenes. The ending was great. The beginning was crazy. Mm-hmm. It definitely got my attention right away. It was that girl's face smashing in the wall Oof. a thousand times. Yeah. And then that kid and then everything else in between there, like it was, it was very well put together. Yeah. And that's why it's 10 out of 10. Yeah. The pace of the movie was really well done. Like yeah. I, it, it did it like, and we, t- I got, I talked a little bit about that, how it like would escalate a little bit. And then like, it yeah. gave us a little bit Roller of a break coaster. and then it would come down. Mm. And then like each time it would kind of go a little bit more and more. Mm-hmm. I thought that played really well to the way this movie was and put together. And seemed, the dialogue was good too. Mm-hmm. Reading the, uh, whatever it's called. The, subtitles. Uh, subtitles. Mm-hmm. It wasn't too hard. It wasn't like lost, like, oh crap, like, what do you say there? And like, I could follow the story with the subtitles. And yeah. It was, it was the good. subtitles fucked up a little bit here and Did there. They? <laughs> they said a couple words that were wrong. I was like, what the hell are they trying to say? But again, daisy. We got one. <laughs> there you go. I don't know if we can blame that on the no. movie or Shudder, but it's either way, Shutter, probably. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're right. Like, the. Um, even with the fuck ups with the subtitles, even though I don't speak Spanish, I could still you got the gist of it, like yeah. just listening to it. And again, mm-hmm. that's that's speaks volumes about the actors and actresses in the movie True. who, you know, can convey that message with body language and emotion, which I might not even understand the language completely, but I understand what they're explaining and, and oh, yeah. the tone of which they're explaining it. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, that that was mm-hmm. another great part. So ten out of ten for Kyle. Ten out of ten. Nine out of ten for Zach. 
go check out go, Terrified or Art, uh, what was it? Arturados? Arturados. If you're looking for the <laughs> Spanish name of it, um, that's where I found it on Wikipedia. Yeah, that's Arturados. what up the most is Arturados. 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 And then look out for Arturados 2. Ooh. Hopefully yeah. coming soon. Those. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so fine. that was our final thoughts on High Horror Society. 9 out of 10 for Zach. 10 out of 10 for Kyle. And uh, don't forget to check us out on social media again. Hit us up. Tell us what what did we say earlier? What scared the shit out of you as a kid? Yeah, what what horror movie? Let us know why. What scarred you for life and why? And we'd love to maybe watch it if we haven't seen it. Yeah, Yeah, most definitely. I want to see what frightens you for sure. Definitely. Cool. All right. Uh, yeah, check us out on social media. Uh, what is it? High Pod Horror Society Bean. on Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, Twitter, iTunes, Spotify YouTube, all those fun things. YouTube. Stuff. We're around. We're everywhere. We're everywhere. We're worldwide. Worldwide. <laughs> Thanks, worldwide. everybody. Have a good night. Peace. It's, uh, high horror.